Hey, this is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour! Oh, hello there, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Once again, joined by a man who has no pants or underwear on and is currently dunking his boner in hash oil and rolling it in Keef. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, friends. I'm back. And beaming to us from the inside of Battle Cat's ass, the partially digested bearded booger eater known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Man, so after an eventful Easter egg, <laughs> we finally got the kinks worked out. Jeff's microphone is working. And if you hear him talk, you might think there's still issues with his microphone. But no, that's a whole other story. It's just issues uh, with Dookie Boy the cocksucker himself, actually. Yep, just health issues on my end. I got sick over this weekend, or actually before the weekend even started. Oh um, no, the Delta variant! It could be. It could have been you, Kevin, who passed it off to me. But maybe it's because you're vaccinated. You didn't even know you had the Delta variant. But we should talk about that first, right? We hung out for the first time in what, like a year and a half or something. Yeah, months. Yeah, we went and cool. did a Korean barbecue at Road to Seoul. You went to Road to Seoul. Oh yeah. And it might be because I don't know the last time I went to Road to Seoul before COVID hit. So there's a good chance that it's been around two years since I've gone there. And man, did it come back with a vengeance. Fuck, that was delicious. They are still as delicious as ever. Um, And it was also weird uh, because I was talking about this with my girlfriend. I was like, yeah, I'm going to see Jeff for the first time in like a year and a half. She's like, don't you guys see each other like 15 hours a week? I'm like, yeah, I guess when you meet up and do like seven shows a week together over Zoom, it's not a grand like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. It's just like, hey, what's up, dude? You want to go eat 15 pounds of meat? Yeah, let's go in. Yeah, there was no bro hug. There was no uh, none of that, <laughs> no emotions. Just, hey, Kevin, you fucking pussy. And yeah, got right back much. into the, the usual homie riff. It was nice. Good seeing you, Kevin. Likewise, um, you didn't you didn't <laughs> join along with the rest rest of my brother's birthday festivities. But every then time what, we go, up, what did that entail? We'll get into it, Shuddy. All right. Uh, generally, every time we go to Koreatown, whether it's my brother's birthday or not, we always go to California Donuts, and that's something you usually opt out of as well, right? When's yeah. the last time you've been there? I've only, I think I've only done the California donuts, uh, donuts, man. It was like my grandma saying robot. I just saw a big robot. <laughs> the only time I've gone to California donuts with you guys, it's just after I just put, you know, 15 pounds of meat in my body and I'm in a walking food coma. The last thing I want to do is just, oh, now let's top that off with 15 pounds of sugar i just can't do it it's too much 
That's why you can't get past the plateau of flabby and um, mm. go get to obese. So, so it keeps me say, at a, a solid B cup instead of a C. Yeah, you're literally a lesser man than me because of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> so hit up California Donuts. That's great. Um, they never disappoint. I went with your uh, Fruity Pebble glazed bar and a blueberry donut blueberry ice donut i i fucking love blueberry donuts me too we don't have to talk much about that but so you got two donuts after doing all you can eat korean barbecue yeah everyone i was with got three donuts all right so i actually exercised more self-control than the other you had some restraint yeah exactly and uh anyways afterwards we went to a strip club in long beach it's my brother's birthday. I want to do strip club, and he hasn't been there since the lockdown, obviously. So I went to Fantasy Castle in uh, Long Beach. I I and- went to a strip club with Bill once in Long Beach, and it was a rare occasion where Jeff, you sat out, and I just went with, um, with your brother and a few other people, and the place we went to. We threw the door open, and it was just a stage full of Lizzo's. <laughs> was this was this anything like that? No, I think you went to Wilmington, actually, which is uh, a little more ghetto than uh, Fantasy Castle or, or Long Beach, but it's all in the same vicinity. It's, like, right around the port, so there's, like, a lot of bridges, a lot of industry shit, and a lot of, like, dudes who... Uh, worked all day at the docks or, you know, in the warehouse coming over to the strip club. Yeah, all the Bon Jovis and Springsteens have gone home for the day, and now Russian gangsters are selling nuclear warheads out of the back of black U- U- uh, SUVs. Yeah. Uh, but Fantasy Castle, it was a Tuesday, my brother's birthday. They had $2 domestic beers, which is pretty sweet. Um, $12 cover, which is whatever. It makes up for the $2 beers, I guess. But there's only like four or five girls. The the talent, I would say, wasn't bad. Actually, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be on a Tuesday at this place. And the last time I went, I've only been to Fantasy Castle, I think, two or three times. And I was never impressed with the talent. So it was a step up, actually, this time around. I was just going to say, you had to be fairly impressed with the talent on this trip, from what I've gathered. No, 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 no. So... It was only four or five girls, right? And it wasn't that busy. So I got offered a lap dance several times, turned it down several times, um, but was a good patron. Every time a girl danced, I would leave like three or four singles on the stage. So I wasn't being cheap. I just didn't want to do a private dance. Eventually, dance, dance. One of the one of the strippers who had absolutely zero chance of securing additional business for me came up to me and literally asked me, "Could I interest you in a lap dance?" <laughs> like, oh which man, is the, which is like the least sexy way to to pitch that. But um, one of the girls whose uh, lap dance um, talents I did um, uh, purchase. She gave me a much stronger pitch. <laughs> she ended up making out with me in the champagne room. And uh, did she, she pitch like, that to you before going in? Like, hey, want a no. lap dance? I'll, I'll make out with you. No, no, she didn't. Because I probably wouldn't have been down, actually. 
we we but she did talk me into buying a couple shots so i did loosen up a little bit i was already kind of buzzed as it was um and <laughs> this wasn't a part of the pitch i I don't even remember when in the interaction this came up, but she made it a point to say that she's not into black guys, which had oh. had really nothing to do with the conversation. Like, were you were you like, oh, me neither? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I didn't know what to say. I was like, oh, all right, cool. I'll so all that away. <laughs> what what race was she? I don't even know. I think she could have been Mexican. She, I want to say she she was like a. Uh, a tiny, I would say she's a tiny Mexican. That would be my guess. She had a little bit of a gut, but I did like her. <laughs> I did like her spirit <laughs> and I got sold. I got sold on, on the spot. I can't even remember their full pitch. Just the one thing that stood out was her, her disclaimer that I am not interested in those black guys over there. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, all right, cool. Right. Racism. That's kind of sexy. Uh, but then it was $25 a song. I purchased two songs up front and it was the weirdest experience in that sense. I don't think I remember doing this before at any other strip club, but do you pay for lap dances before ahead of time? Um, I don't know. I remember going to a place one time and this is, this is probably when I was working in New York. So this is, I don't know, could be as long as 15 years ago, but getting schnooked getting schnookered by a girl like i've i I feel like every time i was never a big strip club guy but i feel like the times when i went after a song ended they would be like all right that's gonna be 20 bucks do you want to do you want to keep it going do you want another song and he's like uh no here's my 20 I'm, i'm good but i had i was expecting that and this girl was like okay that'll be 75 dollars and i'm like whoa what the fuck She's like, well, it was three songs or whatever. I'm like, Jesus, thanks for the heads up. Like, I, I can't even hear the music. And I feel like they also do that thing where if, you know, a rock song was playing and the very final chord that rings out was like, bang, and then fades out and the song ends. If she sits you in the chair while that last chord goes, bang, that's yeah. 25 bucks. And then the next 25 starts when you actually yeah. start getting the lap dance. So I guess, I don't know. To for I don't know for whatever reason they do it I guess differently I had to pay up front which I don't know if that was better or worse but I think in this actually in this situation this was better because in the two uh, song lap dance she like stuck her tongue down my throat like three or four times and <laughs> if I was going into the lap dance I would have thought it was a good idea. But as it was happening, I was like, eh, I don't like this that much. Was she a um, shitty kisser? Kind of, kind of yeah. I, mean, I think she was just trying to do it the horriest way she could. Oh, um, the thing where she sticks her tongue out completely and just goes like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Jabba she, the Hutt. And then at the, at the end, she was like, uh, do you want to do, do more dances? Maybe you could take me home. I was like, ah, Whoa. no, I'm okay. Do you want to tongue dart my culo? <laughs> um, but I'm sick now. So I've been under the weather the past few days, and uh, I would guess it probably has something to do with her. Probably. I would say that that is a 
fairly safe bet. Yeah, for for I, I'm not going to say this to you much during our friendship, Jeff, but you may have jumped to the right conclusion here. <laughs> I will say the California Donut sign was very congested. They were not practicing safe distancing. So now don't put don't put this on donuts. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Donuts. This is donuts have never done anything bad to me. This is all on the race. You did stripper. participate in several high risk behaviors over that time span. We'll just say, and you are right. It could have been any one of them, but I, I'd start with the stripper's tongue down your throat. That'd be. Uh, I'd yep. start there and work backward. <laughs> but hey, good guys. for you. Good for you. I don't know. I don't. A little bit of a slump bust. It. A little bit. I don't get no, no, no. It does not count. I am still knee deep, knee deep in the slump. I've been probably I would have been demoted to fucking single A baseball right if I was if this was a baseball like slump. Yeah, Shuddy, I don't think um, making out with a racist escort stripper counts as breaking your cold streak. <laughs> I'm, listen, I am trying wow. to give him a half glass full kind of scenario. I'm just trying to be a supportive friend. But hey, at least is that was... hyphened? Is that hyphened together? Racist escort, escort stripper. Yeah. What a bad title, huh? <laughs> that that it 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 sings well on a business card. So yeah, was it worth on the resume? Was it worth getting COVID for? I mean, it was a fun night. No, I mean, the makeout sesh wasn't that great. I don't know if I have COVID, though. It's well, only been a couple. Are your brothers sick? My one brother got sick. Uh, uh, Bill did, and he's vaccinated. Cheech is good. It's weird. And uh, my uh, my homie, Ozzy, who I do my Fade the Media podcast with, straight up said when we talked about it the other night, he's like, yeah, something's going around, like, he knew a few people who yeah, were COVID. vaccinated and got sick. Well, well yeah. now that everybody, yeah. mo- now that uh, most of the population is not wearing masks, all the stuff that people haven't been getting for the last year and a half is going to start coming back, like colds and shit. Right. Because so. now everybody's hasn't been getting them, and now everybody's immune system is at least a little bit down, I'm sure. So colds and stuff like... Yeah. The boys had bronchitis in fucking in the middle of, you know, at the start of the summer, the boys got bronchitis. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it, I think uh, that's what I chalked it up to. I didn't think it was COVID. If, if I have COVID, then it was, I got it's it just mildly, funny to say. to say that it's COVID, you know, it is. Um, I didn't lose taste or anything, but I've been pretty weak. I had a well, headache. Past couple that implies days. that you ever had taste. I'm talking about one of the senses. Um, you have, have you taken your temperature? No, no. Uh, I just, I've smoked pot, drank lean, weed lean, had some day quill, had some night quill, just slept, thugged it out. I think I'm all right. I think I'm going to come through it. And uh, there's going to be, I'm not going to be another goddamn statistic. <laughs> I mean, if I were you, yeah, I would well, probably go and get a COVID test. Yeah, you fucking would. That's exactly how you get COVID. <laughs> no. I, mean, I got COVID tests once a week for months. Uh, so pretty sure going and getting the test doesn't give it to you. But I mean, it's it 
is is Bill having the same symptoms as you? Because I know Bill, he didn't, he just got his shot fairly recently, right? Yeah. So like uh, a if, few weeks ago. So it takes a little while to warm up, up into your body. Is that your? Yeah, saying? it does have to like oh, spread out through your system. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Did you wait? Did you read that somewhere? Or did you watch it on TV? No, no you're that's not common knowledge. You're not. Yeah, the the vaccine after your second shot, it's two weeks before it's fully effective. Well, he got the one shot. I think. Like yeah, he got Johnson and Johnson. But it's still the same thing. It still takes like two weeks or so. So if he's dancing right on that two week line, it might not be fully in. And also, isn't the Johnson and Johnson shot only seventy percent effective? Yeah, I read or he. I didn't read. I, mean, I don't read. He <laughs> said he read that it's more effective against the Delta variant. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if you guys can confirm that with your. I have not heard that, but I have CNN not really analysis. been paying attention to vaccine information since I've been vaccinated. Oh. Okay, so. The Johnson and Johnson vaccine in clinical trials was sixty six point three effective. <laughs> Two thirds. Well, fuck it. All right. Let's hey, let's fucking shoot ourselves up with it. Why not? Um, and I know that they were saying because Pfizer and Moderna are mRNA uh, vaccines, and Johnson and Johnson is, I think, more just like the flu shot. So it's different delivery mechanisms. I saw that the stopping the Delta thingy is the Johnson, uh, the Moderna and Pfizer have a way better shot of stopping the the Delta thingy. But man, I making out with a stripper and then you're sick as a, a worry wart like Crazy, me, right? <laughs> like I would be. I've never made out with a stripper, but like. If I made out well, with a that's, what? Come on now. You think I've made out with a stripper? Not a stripper, but it, what you have done is not <laughs> that much oh, different wow. that you can be. Wow, that's like Mike, when Mike Tyson said, "I didn't rape that girl," but the things that I've done has been even worse. <laughs> oh Jesus! What did, what did Mike you, Tyson said what, that. Yeah, <laughs> like if the I things I haven't been caught for it could be even worse. <laughs> if I if I made out with a stripper and then like woke up the next day like after a buzz, I would have that pang in my stomach. Like I'm running to the mirror and like looking at my lips. Like oh fuck, oh is anything anything showing up? I'd be so paranoid. And you're sitting there fucking blowing your nose. Well, there wasn't a lot of lip lock, and I told you she stuck her tongue down my throat aggressively, Kevin. Were you not listening to everything I just said? Oh, how foolish of me. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess I I fucking live a little bit on the wild side. I'm uh, more of a riskier, uh, I don't know, not not as big of a worry ward as you. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I was hoping it was COVID. I was ready to dance with the devil on a pale moonlight. I wanted to show, I wanted to take my immune system up against the fucking COVID. You guys know. I mean, <clears throat> If you've been a long-time listener to this podcast, you've heard all the dirty stories that have been told about me, and I've confirmed mostly all of them. I could be patient zero or a carrier for a lot of things, and I'm willing to, I'm willing to go up against COVID. So hopefully that was that, and uh, so I got a 1-0 victory against the fucking is, pussy is Bill 
Is is Bill like all stuffy nose like you? Uh yeah, Bill's kind of hurting. I think he's still in bed or still feeling it more more so than I. I I'm actually going to bounce out of this in like a day or two. Um <laughs> if if that I might have like a like a lingering like runny nose, but Is Cheech vaccinated? Uh, dude, I'm I'm barbecuing tomorrow. I'm good. Is is Cheech uh, vaccinated? No. Come on. He's not a pussy like Bill. So, wow, that's so weird that he didn't get sick, but the two of you guys did. Yeah, I mean, who who can figure this out, right? It's, did it's Bill weird. also get a lap dance from this stripper? No, he did not. Okay, on the snack sommelier scale, what would you grade this racist stripper? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what does she get on the food chub meter? <laughs> Uh, I'll give her like a four point seven five. Oh, eh, four and a half. Yeah, wasn't happy. The one that I the <laughs> the one who first offered me a lap dance was my first choice, to be honest. But she spoke no English, and that kind of threw me off. At least the other one was able to communicate her racism to me. I what don't think the other <laughs> Jeff? What do you think your odds are that you were the only person she made out with that whole night? My, oh, very good. I mean, look at me. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. man. If I'm being all right, if I'm being honest, of... I would say thirty. What's the, what's the odds that uh, yeah, what's the, Johnson the, line? the Johnson shot uh, prevents prevents uh, COVID? You said 60, 66.3? Yeah. All right. I think the odds that I was the only person to make out there is about thirty three point seven. That's, that sounds like that math adds up. Or she made out with thirty three point seven guys that night. <laughs> there, there wasn't that many. That, that's the one bonus. There was, it's a, it was a tight unit <laughs> or a tight uh, strip club. Man, occupancy. Have hasn't all of Twisted Texan stories uh, scared you straight by now? No, no, no. Come on. You gotta live a little bit. I, I've been cooped up for 15 months. That wasn't even that hard of a. I mean, you know, Korean barbecue, California donuts, pretty standard. Uh, strip club. I don't even think I've been to a strip club in like five years. So it's nice to get back out there. It's nice to experience America again a little bit. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, and here, she did me dirty, gave me COVID. You already got Perhaps. your ticket punched. One day out yeah. celebrating, and America kicks you right in the ass. Yeah, fucking. I mean, I've been supporting America and backing up for this past four or five years while they've been taking unnecessary shots. And here's this is how they do me. Fuck me, I guess. Right, America? Well, I got a, um, a sexy time related uh, ailment. So remember, and, 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 you, and you're acting like you're better than me? <laughs> remember when I got vertigo for like four days because i was doing bicycle crunches yes it hasn't worked since then no um the other night during frisky time i got vertigo all over again and (laughs) i'm still the room is still spinning did you throw up on her no but when i when i stood up i like stumbled over and fell into my like TV area in my room. No, no more topsies. Topsies. 
I mean, you got to be on the bottom from now on. You got vertigo. Oh. Dude, I don't know what the hell is going on. I it's I feel like the older I get, the craft wuss genes are really taking effect. Like in like in the comics, when around when you reach puberty, that's when the mutant gene kicks in and gives you powers. I feel like late 30s is when my wuss genes kick in and I just become as soft as a bag of baby shit. Like I get multiple day vertigo from doing bicycle crunches. I get multiple day vertigo from having sex. This it's is a frisky time. This is a This is a fucking jip. I want a refund. Yeah, dude. You have a just a bitch ass profile. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should have came to the strip club, made out the strip. Well, I don't want to say that. That probably but, wouldn't have gone well. Yeah, not over well. Yeah, but toughen your immune system up, I guess. I get vertigo doesn't have anything to do with an immune system, does it? No, it's the crystals equilibrium and your, your equilibrium. So yeah, my I'm equilibrium has been it, fucked fucked ever since. I'm. Have like, you gone to an ENT? What? An ear, nose, and throat doctor? No. It could be something with your inner ear. Yeah, maybe you need to get an aggressive. That could be why the, the crunches and the frisky time set it off because, I mean, you could be jostling your head around, and with the inner ear problem, it causes your balance to be off. There are a few people in my bloodline that have vertigo issues. And after I talked about it on the family Zoom, getting vertigo from doing crunches, two of my aunts chimed in and they're like, yeah, around that age is when it started happening to me. And I was like, oh. But did they have their inner ears checked? Yeah. They've gone to specialists and they're just like, yeah, you have vertigo. It's... It's so bad that I just be- so can't I'm- believe for somebody that's as thorough and wants to know the exact diagnosis of everything that happens to him, you're just willing to just chalk it up to vertigo to to this without any further. Yeah. I don't. I never get any. If it were me, I would go to a specialist and I'd no. get a vertigo test. <laughs> right, right, Kevin. I mean, if I had COVID symptoms, yeah, I would probably go and get a COVID test because that's a pretty easy <laughs> thing. Stuff like this. Anything I go to the doctor for, they're like, I don't know, I'm stumped. Give me a pile of Well, cash. that's why you go to an, in, an ear, nose, and throat specialist and not Yeah, but you have, to grease, you have to grease some other jerk-off's palm first before they let you in. you got to pay the doctor bouncer. <laughs> that's right, the cover door. Yeah, I, I've had experience with this before. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, they can't figure out what's up with my itchy scratchies. Like, I don't know, it just seems like they can never figure out what's going on with me. So it's just like, all right. What's wrong with the- well, fuck you, jerk-offs. Itchy, scratchies, frisky time. God damn it. This is why you have vertigo. <laughs> Dude, so I'm fucking... So I've, I, I've mentioned a couple of times I signed up for online drawing classes through community college. And every oh. day, our professor posts new assignments and homework and shit. And he posts these little videos we watch. And he's sitting there drawing something that we're supposed to be replicating... And the thing is sideways, so I turned my head to the side to try and get a better look at what he was doing. Just tilting my head sideways, my vertigo kicked in and the room started spinning. I was like, fuck! You know, I just thought about this. Is this like a, a late 30s, early 40s, like, I don't know, not crisis, but like moment 
that people have because you and my buddy Aza both are on the same age are both taking like general college courses. Uh, I think he's taking humanity 101. You're taking art. And, and I don't think either not, neither one of you had a co- got a college degree. So like what is this? Is it is it like are you thinking back like damn it I should have I should have gotten a college degree and you're trying to make up for that or are you bored? Like I think it's I don't know, it's interesting. No, what happened with me is um so when lockdown hit, I got you know, I started reading even more comics than I was doing, if that's even possible, and watching anime, more anime and stuff. And when I was when I was younger, I used to love drawing. Like me and my homies would get together when a new issue of Nintendo Power came in the mail, and we would like flip through the pages and find pictures of Mega Man and Battletoads and stuff, and whatever the the centerfold was that month. And we would all draw it. Like me and my friends just drew a lot. And I used to make my own comics when I was a little kid. I just I fucking loved drawing, but I never took any art classes and then just sort of gave up on it. And, you know, sitting around, I just all that stuff was like, man, I wish I could draw. I wish I could draw like that. I wish I could draw like that. And I got jealous. So I was just like, you know what? I'm buying a fucking sketchbook and I'm going to start drawing again. And I really, really enjoy doing it. And I've always wanted to get better. But when I was younger, I was so arrogant that anytime I would. You know, because some art classes in high school were just mandatory. So it's like, yeah, you got art. You got art this semester. And I go to an art class, and I wouldn't even bother listening to the teacher because I'm like, there's no fucking way you can draw Ninja Turtles like I can. I'm not listening to a fucking word you say. This is ridiculous. But I, I probably would have gotten better if I had taken it seriously, stuck with it, and actually taken a few art classes. So when I started dating my girlfriend, she always wanted to do art and stuff but was, you know, talked out of it. And now, you know, working from home, having more free time on her hands, she was like, you know what, I'm just going to take some online art graphic design classes. And right around the time when her semester was ending and I was talking about getting back into drawing, she was like, well, we can take drawing classes together if you want. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally into that. But we're both learning now that uh, it's, it's a little bit more intense than we anticipated. This guy is giving homework just about seven days a week. <laughs> it's fucking, oh, it's, no. it's intense. So have you taken a step back on your like script writing? Yes. Or are you just full go with everything? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've had to, dude, it's even cutting into workout time. Cause you know, we're doing, we're doing more Patreon shows now and you know, being back in a relationship, going out and doing things and, America's back, baby. And then homework. Fucking homework. Homework. At almost 40. Homework. And I'm having fucking school dreams now. (laughs) You're going to have to blow off class one day and do this the right way. We'll smoke pot, drink some beers, and play some uh, Halo. No, no. That's how he got kicked out of college the last time. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) He's been down that path before. But like it's in the throwback p- day, back to the good old days. In the past month, I've been having dreams that I'm back in college, and it's like, oh shit, I forgot I have English class today. And then it's like, oh my god, I haven't been to English class in like 15 years. I'm going to be so behind. I still haven't it's had the, longer than that. The underwear. Oh, he 
Fuck, you're right. It's been like 20 years. Oh, <laughs> man. I hate getting old. Yeah, dude. Did you guys watch anything? I did. Shut you look intoxicated. It's just, you know, it's just a Saturday afternoon here in Quaker Town. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't fucking spoil it, all right? I was I actually, since he already spoiled it, I wanted to bring this up since we're recording on a Saturday and the 4th of July is tomorrow. Should we just project what our 4th of July is going to look like or we're just going to we're just going to move past that? What's it going to look like? Yeah, what are you guys doing? I am flying to Dallas. And then after arrival, I have no idea. I would like to think something fun. Uh, yeah, there's probably some pretty sweet fireworks shows in Dallas. Uh, I'm sure. I don't know what the familial situation is going to be. Familial. When we get into Dallas. like I don't know if... <laughs> Since it's Fourth of July, all of my aunts and uncles are going to be around. Or eel, 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 eel. Me and my dad trying to figure out what we're going to eat for dinner with no transportation other than a U-Haul truck. I, I really Water, don't. Whataburger. <laughs> I really don't know what the what the uh, what the plan is once we get there. I'm just know that I'm then spending the rest of the week driving back from texas such a bummer dude kevin did you see the i know you watch the local news i think you watch the local news right no uh he doesn't have cable anymore oh that's right all right my bad so in the local news though yeah the local news they confiscated a whole bunch of like illegal fireworks in some i don't know uh, some neighborhood in south central and they want to do like a planned detonation and like a bomb vehicle. Oh, I did see this. Um, <laughs> and it like, fuck, it was so awesome. So they were, it was a planned detonation. So like the whole, I don't know, like the TV news camera crews had plenty of time to like get in position and videotape it. And this shit took out like half a block. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> uh I, I did know. see because I, I, I think that was on a random. It's a random thought, but I just. <laughs> I think that was on TMZ or something. That was speak. a gigantic explosion. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking sounding like a uh, like a real bomb. It was awesome. Seventeen injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was nuts, <laughs> and like it was a planned detonation. So they thought they had everyone out of the blast radius, and just it was nuts. But uh. Uh yeah, so I'm gonna do some barbecuing tomorrow. I got some uh, gold belly Pat Lafrida, gold label uh, burgers. I'm gonna throw on the grill. Uh, I got some chicken. I also live. Now, do you have a gas the- grill or a charcoal grill? I have gas grill. I, I'm not. Uh, it was not a, not a knock. I also have a gas grill. I've never been. You're not grill to- shaming me. No. Holy um, smokes! Did you just did watch you that video, the- Shuddy? Yeah, I'm watching it now. Yeah, it was it's fucking crazy. It was funny to watch. 17 injured. I, I didn't I didn't hear that part, but uh so I'm going to barbecue. There's also I live right next to like uh the part of the beach in Long Beach where they have a fireworks show. So there's going to be a whole bunch of people like parking in my area in my neighborhood, but I'm going to be able to just go over there and watch the fireworks are free and pretty easy. Um 
too bad I can't bring Allie Muffin. She thinks she's a pussy about the fireworks. And because we live in California, there's always illegal fireworks just firing off all over the place. I don't know about in Studio City. Dude, last year it was it was and like fireworks were going off around the clock for like three or four days. (laughs) I feel so bad about traveling for for over Fourth of July with the dogs because it has been already been constant here, and it, it does they. People do not even wait until it's dark. There is somebody, I I don't know how close they are, but they're not very far, that yesterday was in in way too rapid of a succession firing off M80s. (laughs) There were were at least between 5 p.m. and... 8 p.m. last night, there were at least 15 M80 explosions. Yeah. So like, Do you live next door to Beavis like, and Butthead? no way this night does not end with somebody losing a hand if they're just going to, every couple of minutes, fire off another fucking M80, which sends Lila into a fucking you know, complete panic attack. Yeah, dogs hate fireworks, huh? The other three, Parker, Mary Jane, and Miles, are it does not bother them. Lila it really does not like them. It also a, really real seems bummer. to spook our slow Loris. <laughs> <laughs> My pet chipmunk is, hates it too. Is that a Dr. Seuss animal? <laughs> the fuck is that, that was a Lorax in Dr. Seuss. <laughs> oh, okay. That was close. <laughs> yeah, slow lorises, they kind of look like lemurs. They're, they're like little furry monkey looking oh, motherfuckers, yeah, totally. but they have like big gigantic eyes. <laughs> All right, let me Google it. That's slow lorises. I thought I you mean, made something up. You'll, you'll, you'll definitely be afraid of them, but there was a, a viral video. Where somebody was like scratching its armpits and it just slowly put its arms up in the air and just smiled and leaned back. They're very cute. It's <laughs> but they are very cute. I'm watching uh, the slow Loris tickling video right now. Oh. I had a little sick double feature. Oh yeah? I mean, like I was sick, so I watched two movies. <laughs> Let me t- spoiler, they they were not two sick movies, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Did you watch uh, the same two movies as me? I hope. One HBO Max, one Netflix. I watched. Yep. I only watched the HBO Max. Oh, nice. So I did get move, on it. Right? Yep. All right. That's the Steven Soderbergh film with Benicio Del Toro. Uh, Don, Don Cheadle, Cheadle. Matt Damon. David Harbour, who I actually like a lot. I think that guy kills it. Um, who else is on there? Ray Liotta. Fat Brendan Fraser. Very Julia fat, Fox. Brendan Fraser. Oh, what is up with that? I don't know. I, was that some... a, f- a fat suit? Because he was in Doom Patrol, right? That was not a fat suit, I don't think, on his face. Maybe he's a little pudgier around the middle with a fat suit. But he is, I mean, in Doom Patrol, on in the few scenes they show him as a human, he's got some, got some chinage. Well, my, one of my brothers was saying... Last night when we were watching it, and you know, it's obviously very noticeable. But he was saying that 
he could be getting ready for the is he playing a 500 pound man is that a thing <laughs> or was with, a, with my brother's fucking with me i haven't heard that but man that what a commitment to to your craft if you're gonna play a 500 pound man and you're like fuck <laughs> a fat suit i'm just gonna gain 500 pounds <laughs> yeah well maybe he wanted to get halfway there like let's do 250 in fat or two 200 in the fat suit and i'll and i'll get up to 300 yeah, so Darren was- Aronofsky's next film called The Whale will star Brendan Fraser about a 600-pound man who eats himself to death. <laughs> oh, my God. And Brendan Fraser's like, all right, I guess I'm eating myself to death. <laughs> what, would, I feel like Brendan Fraser just killed it in the 90s. And I don't know why his career has been shit in the past, like, 15, 20 years. Or do I have that wrong? No, I think his career has been pretty crappy, which... Sucks, because I always like Brendan Fraser. I thought The Mummy kicked ass. You know, I love Airheads. Airheads is a great movie. Encino Five Man. Decker. Yeah, Encino Man. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't understand why people but, suddenly well, lost interest. Well, then you've got, uh, you know, Ench- the Looney Tunes movie. Enchanted. What was it? Is that the one with Elizabeth Hurley? No, Bedazzled. Bedazzled, yeah, there we go. Bedazzled, where he makes wishes. And he's like a Colombian uh, drug lord. <laughs> Dudley Do-Right. George of the Jungle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but George of the Jungle was at least commercially popular, right? Or commercially. Uh, yeah, whatever. Like it, it made it, money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never paid to see it. I saw it. I don't think I paid, though, but I saw it. Um, well, whatever. It's, I'm, I'm hoping for a comeback. And maybe him... Go get getting fatter and plumping up is like him saying to the industry, like, "Yeah, I'm I'm really putting my all into this shit moving forward." All right, we took some off years raising a family, or you know, we've talked about that recently with Eddie Murphy and Adam Sandler, and maybe he's just gonna get back into it. And he's gonna gain he's gonna... 400 pounds for Darren Aronofsky's movie, and then he's gonna lose it all right after for Airheads too. Oh man, could you imagine? It's the, the fucking Airheads reunion tour, the Lone Rangers reunion tour. <laughs> the Lone Rangers. <laughs> that would be sick. I would uh, love to see a movie where they try and get back to being relevant. I. It took me. I think the movie lasted an hour and fifty-five minutes. It took me at least an hour and thirty-five to feel comfortable with what was going on. I was I was lost. There was so sudden move. It's a it's a crime thriller uh, set in the fifties in Detroit. It's essentially dealing with like organized crime, the automotive industry, and some low level con men played by like Don Cheadle, Karen Culkin, and uh, Benicio del Toro. Now, question real quick: There was a lot of fisheye lensing going on, right? Yeah, something was weird with the camera. Okay. That was tripping me out. Is that's that's Soderbergh smelling his own farts, right? I didn't yeah. like it. I mean, this whole movie was Soderbergh smelling his own farts. Yeah, pretty much. It had a good score. I enjoyed the music in the movie very much. Had a good score. Uh, really solid like cast. Fear Street. The um, cast, they acted John- their asses off. John Hamm, we didn't mention John Hamm's in it as well. Um, I mean, I, yeah, the the acting was really good. It was just, the plot was a little just 
convoluted. It was too sloppy. There was too many so, things going on, too many threads to to keep in in mind. They threw out so many names, and I'm like, wait, who the fuck are they talking about now? It was very weird. Yeah, so many little plot twists that were just it got to be too much. Yeah, there was double cross after double cross after double cross, and I I I didn't know who. Like I couldn't figure out anyone's goal. I really yeah. couldn't figure it out. I, and I, except Matt Damon. We should spoiler alert because I want to talk about the very, the very last scene of the movie. Hmm. All right. Spoiler alert. You're, I you're, did say that your spoiler has been alerted. But we're to believe that John Ham is such an innocent cop that he. Like so, Matt Damon was like, "I'd like to give you a share, but I know I, but I can't." And John Ham was like, "It's your money," and then just walks away. So where's that? He's such a squeaky clean cop. Oh, see, I took that as Matt Damon being like, "Look, I'd love to give you some of this, but I really just want to keep it all." Well, I mean, there's either that, but if that's the case, why did he have to give him the 50 grand? So I get the feeling that like what I was, my takeaway from Matt Damon's character is that he's essentially in the Illuminati. Yes, absolutely. And and, and like he runs the car. He's the puppet governor. He's the, the man pulling the strings of the, the puppets at the top of the the big yeah. four car companies. He, which... He's the network executive that sits dude down and was like, dude, you better quit talking shit about the corporation. Like, yeah. He is and to find out that alpha. this, all of these double crosses and everything were just to prevent the plans for the catalytic converter going out into the world. Yeah. That, that <laughs> was so weird. Like initially I was I like, I was like, okay, this is cool. They got to get like, um, they got to get this ledger back that has every crooked deal, every bribe ever taken. Like, just this huge document of all these crimes is just going to topple everybody. It's like, oh, cool. And then it's like, oh, psych, no. It's just a document about the catalytic converter. And it was like, ah, that just got way more boring. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it would have been more interesting if they had did that in the beginning. Like, if they had let us know what they were going for. Because I think it's, I don't know, I just think it is, I think it is interesting and uh it is it's just not as juicy know. as um a mob crime ledger like yeah, dear diary also, today i extorted 15 people it adds more weight to matt damon's ultimate goal i think you know and like what the real payoff is but i don't know i just took like john ham's character shit at the end with matt damon is like you know what this guy runs everything I'm just going to be on the up and up. He probably knows exactly what's coming to him. And, or, well, I mean, he did get a fresh little surprise 20 K boost there in his, in his, uh, little payout, but 30, uh, it was actually an additional $81,000, excuse me, 81,000. And, um, he just figured like, fuck it. I'll get a job next time. And maybe he'll cut me in next time. Either way. Like this is the man. There's nothing, there's no double crossing him. You know, that's a that's a good way to look at it, you know, because it's you know, it's you don't want to like fuck the guy over now and then cost yourself work for the next. That dude's position of power ain't going anywhere. He might use you for 30 jobs from here on out, you know, 
So that's how I took it. But yeah, I really like that. I'm happy we're able to do the spoilers. I really like the Matt Damon scene where he's talking to Benicio del Toro. I think it was Benicio del Toro, or was it maybe Don Cheadle? Where he's like, "Listen, like you take the money, I'm getting it back. Like whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I won't even lose sleep tonight. Like I'm gonna call my banker before I go to bed, and I'll get the money back. Like whatever." And he actually ended up getting that legit money. He got that money back. And what? Why did there need to be that whole little side thing about? Benicio Del Toro interviewing to work at GM. Like that, that, that had no, like they, they didn't explain, expand on that at all. Like it was so unnecessary. Yeah. There was a lot of weird decisions in that movie. Honestly, it was just like a case of doing too much. They had too many, they had too many plot, lines or too many different like little uh stories within the stories and that's you know the convolution of the whole thing is what ended up i think taken away from its eventual dick sucking score here yeah it was cool seeing bill duke i like bill duke who's that he was like the he was in predator yeah he's like the the he older was, black guy oh, the yeah he was watkins that's okay. I couldn't figure out who Watkins was the whole time, but that's Watkins. All right, I gotta go. But yeah, it was just, it was, it moved so fast. There was so much information thrown at you, like a double cross immediately followed by a triple cross before you even got a chance to like wrap your head around what just happened. And it's like, oh man, we're already at the triple cross, a quadruple cross. What? Yeah, and then when, uh, Benicio del Toro double crossed Don Cheadle and Don Cheadle figured it out. He immediately brought Benicio del Toro back into the fold. Yeah, it was, it was a very, very muddy, very muddy plot. Um, I don't know. What did, what did you think, Jeff? What, what's your, uh, what's your, well, I mean, I got most of my review here out, but for the score, I'll give it a three, two, five. I mean, it was well acted, and it had had like glimmers of hope within it, or there were things that I liked. You know, it was good seeing Julia Fox again, and Benicio del Toro was awesome. I really liked Don Cheadle, but it just could have been so much more. Honestly, could it could have been a really good movie? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I can only suck like three dicks. Kieran Culkin was really good in it. I always love Kieran Culkin in things. He kicks ass. Uh, I feel like there's been a a very severe uh, Benicio shortage since what was it, Sicario? Yeah. Like I fucking love Benicio. He's one of the greatest actors ever, and it sucks that he's not in tons and tons of things. And uh, I was I was very excited to see uh, a movie heavily featuring him, and it's a bummer that it was just sort of tepid. My brother was saying that Benicio is one of the most legendary Hollywood stickmen. Uh, oh yeah, ever. And he was saying, I don't know, you'd probably remember this, but he said that Benicio's interview on Howard Stern was awesome, and that's kind of where he. I don't even really. From. I don't think I heard that, but oh, I mean okay. he knocked up Rod Stewart's daughter. Okay. 
He's just oh, like, that's cool. Hey, Rod Stewart, I'm just gonna get your daughter pregnant over here if you don't mind. <laughs> he just I'm like sorry. every time I hear Rod Stewart's name, I laugh. So when I, I when just I, was... I just picture Benicio del Toro like sitting in his living room, and be like, "So here's my intentions," and then he just like lays a gun across his lap. I'm gonna cream pie your daughter. <laughs> uh, every time I hear Rod Stewart's name, I laugh. When I was working at Applebee's, my kitchen manager. This is when I was like 17. The kitchen manager once told me that Rod Stewart, that Rod Stewart had a drug overdose, and they and they siphoned like ten pints of of cum out of his stomach. <laughs> I, I I don't think there's any legitimacy to that. But I just, uh, there isn't, I but I heard that story. same thing. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an urban legend about Rod Stewart. Yeah, the urban legend by the time it got to my neck of the woods in Jersey was that Rod Stewart sucked his own dick so much that he got, like, cum poisoning and had to get his stomach pumped. <laughs> please, please, listeners, Puminati, chime in if you've heard similar Rod Stewart stories. <laughs> well, there's there's also the one, like, Lil' Kim sucks so much dick backstage at a concert that she had to get her stomach pumped, and Richard Gere shoved gerbils up his ass. Marilyn Manson got a rib removed to suck his own dick. Like everybody just gets crazy stuff. I believe all of those, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so three, two, five. Yeah. Going with. Uh, I have it out of three. Damn it. I ain't sucking more dicks than you guys. <laughs> no, you don't. As we heard in the Easter egg, it's all you could think about today. Uh, but the, the Netflix one. I enjoyed even more than than this. I wasn't aware of this until you put it on my radar, Jeff. So Netflix is doing this horror movie trilogy called Fear Street. And as of now, there's the first one out. But a week after that, the second one comes out. And then a week after that, the third one comes out. And they'll all be so, out. So uh, here's, here's a funny thing. Uh, I miss understood what you guys were talking about. And I thought you were talking about the Fear City... New York versus the mob docuseries. <laughs> How was it? I well, think no, it... watch it. Cause oh. I was trying to pitch these Sharon and I, I was like, what do you want to watch? And I was like, well, there's these two things that, that we were talking about watching for the show. And then when I, we, I realized that it was fear city, Sharon looked at it and she's like, well, that's not something I'm going to want to watch. And I said, doesn't look like something I'd be too into either. So we went with no sudden move. Uh, I think the guy said they want to review two things. Uh, no Sudden Move on HBO Max and, oh God, what was the other one? Uh, My Little Pony? I think we got to watch My Little Pony. But I did, I did watch Fear Street 1994, the first installment. I guess all three movies take place in a different era. And... Era. Era. That... Jeff, you're muted. The, the, uh, the, it's, it's based on R.L. Stein books. So the, the whole thing broke my brain. It's a horror trilogy. It's supposed, they're R rated. Well, I guess they're, they're not technically not rated, but they're, you know, for mature audiences. But it's R.L. Stein who does like kids' horror books, young adult stuff. And it was weird. It almost broke my brain because when you watch the movie, it has, the tone of a young adult movie, but then there's swearing and there's violence. So it was, it was very, it was a very interesting dynamic. 
yeah, I was backpedaling the whole time. I was I was a little caught off guard. The <clears throat> it felt like they spent at least ninety five percent of the movie budget on the soundtrack. Just an absolute bitch in ninety soundtrack. Oh, it was crazy. They hit every single song that charted. 19 from 1990 to 1994 sometimes they would get three in in like a 10 second period yeah like they're jamming it in like over almost too much like she gets on the bus and radiohead by bush is playing two seconds later she takes her seat puts on headphones and then like iggy pop is playing or something like like it literally was like and then she takes her headphones off two seconds later and nine inch nails is playing in a 10 second period three different songs yeah, it came out the gate like in the first scene. I think that had Nine Inch Nails closer. I was like, "Oh, all right." I'm it was. I, I liked. I liked the 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 opening scene. It was. It was very scream like. Where spoiler alert, they they kill off <clears throat> the biggest named actor in the in the whole movie, um, before the the title card comes up. And who was that? Maya Hawk. Oh. Who? God, <laughs> no spoilers. That's Ethan Hawke and Uma's daughter from Stranger Things, right? Yes. Yeah. And that, that opening scene was fucking cool. I liked the way it was done. It was in a mall. It was all 90s out. Uh, the lighting in it was really cool. I thought it was a, a really strong way to open the movie. The rest of it was, was good. It wasn't great. But I really liked what they pulled off. It had a very cool aesthetic and vibe to it. Um Again, it's it was just so weird seeing something done in just the textbook young adult style with especially towards the end some pretty violent kills. Like a yeah. lot of it was just like a couple stabs here and there and slashings, but holy shit, they turn it up in the final act and just a couple people get eviscerated and it was it was it was gnarly. I enjoyed that. Yeah, there were some definitely gnarly murder death kills and it did have like a CW like teeny bopper vibe to it. Um, I don't know, like taking out the kills. It didn't feel like a mature audience horror movie, but there had some, there were some gruesome kills. I guess there was strong language, but the whole sunny veil. What's the other one? Two towns. It was, it was Sunnyville and shady side. Yeah. So those guys had like this beef. That was a little weird. But and that added to like the CW young adult vibe thing. I didn't really get that. It, it felt like those kids were a more of a liability than whatever haunted or paranormal issue was so going on in between. The did two either towns. of you know that this was young adult going into it? I knew that they were. It was based on R.L. Stein books going into it. Yeah, I did too. But okay, my, my brothers are huge horror movie fans, and whatever. You know, whoever they read for horror movie reviews um, gave it a good review, and they 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 went into it like excited. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out." So even though it sounded like on paper R.L. Stein, I like Goosebumps growing up, but like R.L. Stein um, horror, I felt like it was gonna suck. But I don't know. The intel I got was that it was gonna be pretty good. Yeah, it was interesting. Like so, the the town. The it, it's like a, it's almost like a Pawnee Eagleton rivalry, and <laughs> yeah. one town is like the safest no crime city in America, town in America, and then immediately right next to it in Shady Side is just endless murder and slashings. Yeah. 
It's like White Compton. Yeah, and they 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 tie it into like witchcraft, and there's these, you know, town legends about a witch that was hung in sixteen sixty or sixteen yeah sixteen sixty six, which is the year that the final film in the trilogy will take place. Um, so they think that a, a evil witch curse is possessing people and turning them into slashers. So it's got it's got a very it's like a, a supernatural scream vibe to it. So say that yes, well described. Say that last year again. It was nineteen again. Nineteen ninety four was this one. Yeah, the next the next one is nineteen seventy eight, and then the third one is sixteen sixty six. No shit. Yeah, and they so at think- the end of it they show a preview of the the one that comes out next week the the seventy eight one, and it's a sleepaway camp, Jason like axe murderer one, and that one looks dope. I'm actually yeah. excited for that one. That looks like people are just getting fucking hacked to pieces. Lots of porking. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I, I did like this one. I feel like I'm going to like this middle one the most. So I'm excited to watch that next week. Um, okay, cool. Do you think there's going to be like a lot of famous 70s songs? Yes. It's going to sound like <laughs> Dazed and Confused. And they're, they're going to do the same thing with 1666. Oh, I remember this jam. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. It's taking me my back. Favorite Gaelic track ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought there was, it was honestly a 3.5 until the last 20 minutes when it, when the killings got brutal and that bumped it up another quarter of a dick. So I'll say 3.75. It wasn't great, but as a horror fan, it had some some fun nostalgic vibes to it. Uh, I did like the soundtrack. There were some good characters. There were some annoying ones, but overall, I liked it. And if I could compare it to anything, it was almost like that movie Trick or Treat with uh, what's her name? Uh, who's the chip monkey gal from the X Men movies and True Blood? Anna Paquin. Yeah, Anna Paquin in uh, Trick or Treat. It had a l- similar vibe and feeling to trick-or-treat which i also enjoy um i think this movie yeah i had like enough cool horror shit in it that gives me hope for the rest of the trilogy i thought this one was a little like busy almost kind of similar to like the last movie review no sudden move there's just too much happening right i wanted them to dial down more on like one thing and like the whole rivalry between two towns just got a little much for me but i i do think the next one could be as good if not better actually it'll probably be better i think um soundtrack was bitching but i'll go to three five i didn't get i'm not gonna give it that last minute boost like you did i'm gonna stick with my score oh i hate sucking more dicks than jeff (laughs) (laughs) shut that was it for you right that was it for me yes yeah, because you had a busy couple days banking some uh, some Patreon content before you take off. That is correct, sir. Well, in the meantime, we can check in with the Puminati and do a couple... Voicemails, yay! I know some people are very anxious to, to talk to us and get out their thoughts. Uh, so let's kick things off. I believe this is where we left off last week. Is he going to do it? Damn it! Hold on. Unplug. Plug in. 
I have no idea if this is the right number or not. I hope this is Mad Scientist Party Hour. If it is, then then That'd been funny if he was like, "Man, I really hope this is Dairy Queen." Here we go. I'm about to listen to your uh, Monday podcast 5:13. I just want to tell you guys that I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I've been a huge fan since you know about 2014 when I started listening to Jason Ellis and you know Kevin Kraft came on the radio, uh, you know, on my radar. And you know, I dove a little deeper, but yeah, yeah, I'm not a. I guess Puminati elite, uh, you know, I don't subscribe to anything. Times are tough, but you guys kick ass. Don't, don't let these negative guys keep you down. Seriously, Kevin, like, I feel like you take it the hardest. Also, Shuddy Boy, seriously, I'm only about an hour away from you. I live here in Lancaster, so if you ever want to do something, ever want to get in a positive attitude, hit me up, dude. Um... And, uh, you know, Doofy Boy, you're some good shit, man. You, I like oh listening to you. You're, to you're my dude. I listen to you on Fade Media and shit. So, cool, guys. Well, you take it easy. Uh, we'll take up too much more of your time. But, uh, later. That was a lovely voicemail. Thanks. We Kevin lost our. No control over his bowels. Yeah, we lost our. Uh, None. Esteemed host. Just. Just fucking bolted. Uh, I wonder if he's going to edit this. I don't think he needs to, right? Did you hear the voicemailer's name? I always, like, fucking space out on the names. I... He's in Lancaster. Lancaster. Do you have any review on, Lan- on Lancaster? Uh, it's any more cool? rural than Quakertown. Uh, <laughs> it's in the heart of Amish country. It's very quaint. Uh, I've been to the Chameleon Club to see the Bouncing Souls and Leftover Crack. Uh, there's a brewery in town, Angry Young and Poor, which is a punk store, is also in Lancaster, which is fun to go to. I have nothing but good memories of going to Lancaster. Good shit. Uh, what did he mean, though? Or what do you think he meant about Kevin taking too much shit? Is that on MSPH? Is that well? He just said that that he was getting ready to listen to the five thirteen episode, so that was only a few weeks removed from the incident. Uh So it could be refer. I was confused at first too, but then I put the date. uh, I you know was thinking about the date that he said he was at in the shows, and he's just. He's coming off the tail end of the last bit of drama. Uh-oh. Did you did you actually just poop? Did you get it all out? Yeah. How? That's impressive. I'm I don't mean to brag, but I'm very good at pooping. <laughs> oh man. Did you hear that voicemailer's name? You're just gonna play it again, huh? You cheater. Well, no, I didn't. Uh Oh, you're looking at the transcript? Yeah, just trying to see if it got anything right. I don't see a name. Why? Well, What's up? Well, because he left us a very nice voicemail, and I wanted to thank him. Oh. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, from what I heard, that was a very nice one. So I appreciate it, too. Yeah, you didn't. You actually left, I think, right before he started praising me. Did you hear any praise for yourself? You did? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Well, then he should talk to you the rest of the time. 
God damn it. You loved us. All right, here is another one. Mad Scientist Party Hour. What's up? It's Trash Panda. It's been a while since I've called. Um, Now, I'm not a weed smoker, so unfortunately I can't do, like, one of those bong rips for Jesus or or whatever. But what I did do is after you guys have been talking... You can do one for Harambe. ...talking about it so much, I went and bought a bottle of Oshito. Uh... Looks pretty good. I, I popped the cap open and gave it a sniff, and it blew up my sinuses, so that's a good sign. But I figured I'm going to do a live first-time taste test of Oshido hot sauce. Um, I've got high hopes. I've got it. Uh, I rubbed a, a generous amount of some chicken here, and let's give it a try. Oh, high jack snack attack, huh? Okay. The heat's hitting me straight away. I'm starting to think maybe I shouldn't use so much. Mm, that is an interesting flavor. Okay. What kind of chicken did he have? Actually, that's not that bad, heat-wise. It's like a surface heat. It's good. It's not getting in the way of the flavor. Hmm. Oh, wow. Well, that's good shit. Ooh, okay. That, yeah, the, the, the heat's really hitting me. I'm kind of a wuss when it comes to hot stuff, so. But it's not overwhelming. That's just, that's good shit. I really like that. Um, Puminati. <laughs> promo code, Puminati. Fight some Oshido. I'm probably going to order a case of it because it was pretty expensive just to order the one bottle, but this stuff's really tasty. Oh, oh okay. Well, good show, guys. Uh, take care. <laughs> Sounded like you had to go and run off and poop after that. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go handle the heat situation that he's dealing with. Oh, I'm sure Kwame will appreciate it. We've shown Oshito.com. O-H-S-H-I-T-O dot C-O-M. Oshito. Yeah, dot com <laughs> Kwame's very appreciative of all the love we've uh, shown him and all the it's love the Puma and well deserved it is well deserved it's not just lip service yeah dude we leave that to you yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's coming out with a new fl- I think veg- vegetarian uh, is his latest flavor and I think it's going to be available soon I don't know we're, we're getting a, a um a bottle of the vegetarian stuff in our new sh- in our next shipment. So keep you guys posted on that. Uh, here is another one. What up, Puminati? It's Triple B here calling in. I heard Shuddy say that Chef Boyardee wasn't very good, and I took that personally. And uh, I'd like <laughs> to say that Chef Boyardee is more of a staple in poor families than uh, fucking ramen noodles. And maybe even spaghetti or hamburger helper. What do you guys think? Wow. What a question. Wow. What a question. Uh, As someone who grew up poor, I feel, and a fat poor guy, I feel extra qualified to weigh in on this one. I think ramen is more synonymous with poor person food. Yeah, it's 15 cents a pack. Yeah, and I didn't know that it was so, like, you could doll it up as much as you could until, like, I moved out here, you know? You, you dice up some green onion, make some egg in there. Like, I've I've had uh, some ramen dishes, ramen bowls, homemade with the 15-cent base that have been really bomb, actually. You know, just 
shopping down, uh, picking up some ingredients in the Asian aisle, uh, spruce it up a little bit, but still be pretty cost effective. I, I fucking hate, hated hamburger helper growing up. I had, uh, I actually pretty much got a band in my house and I didn't have a lot of uh pull in my house when I was a, a, a young man, but Ugh. I disliked it so much. And my, my parents didn't make it. Um, See, I loved Hamburger Helper growing up. I still love Hamburger Helper. No, no, fuck that. I'll never eat Hamburger Helper. I mean, out of the three, we all know Shuddy Boy hates Chef Boy RD. But despite me loving all three, I'd say Chef Boy RD is the weakest link for going ramen, spaghetti, or Chef Boy RD. Like, if it's Fuck Mary Kill, I'm killing. Chef Boyardee. Oh, for sure. I agree. I still eat like, you know, pasta and prego once every few weeks or like once a month. It's just an easy, tasty uh, dish. Just fucking dump some Parmesan cheese on there and Parmesan you're satisfied. <laughs> you're satisfied for the night. So <laughs> I really fuck with uh I really fuck with pasta, but I oh I'm I'm much higher on Chef Boyardee than 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 Shuddy is. That's for sure. I know you banned it. That was the you know the original purpose of the the voicemail. So I like it. Good question. Real quick before we get to the next voicemail, I did have a story, a quick, a very quick story that I wanted to share with you guys. So I went bowling the other night, and uh, it was a bowling alley I'd never been before, and I don't think. So we did a Sirius XM Christmas party at a bowling alley. It was like a really fancy high-end one. Like one of the ones that has a fucking velvet rope out front and a wait list. Like those actually Strike? exist. It, I think it might have been at Lucky Strike, yeah. And it was okay. like the couches that they have <clears throat> you sit on while you're waiting to bowl are, you know, like they look like they would be at Jay-Z's house or something. Just very upscale, fancy-looking place. Outside of that, though, every time I've gone to go bowling in L.A., the wait list is so fucking long. They're just like, yeah, it's either going to be a two-hour wait or we show up and they're like, yeah, we have no openings for the rest of the day. And it's like, holy shit. So I had no idea what, what to expect. This was a, a place that didn't take reservations or anything. So we just showed up, got a lane immediately. It was packed, but we just it was just luck that we happened to be getting there at the same time somebody was leaving. And... Got two hours worth, so you just prepay, and you get two hours of, of, of that lane. And in that time, a couple people came and went in the lanes next to us. And I look up, and there's a couple bowling, a couple lanes over. Like this tiny little nerdy girl. Very unassuming, nerdy little chick. And this, like, thugged out looking dude. Clearly a couple. Just the two of them. He entered his name as Nutbuster. <laughs> like, I've gone out bowling with the homies before, and whoever gets to the setup first will, like, put nicknames or, like, you know, if, we, if the three of us were bowling, Shuddy Boy would probably program it in to say Dookie Boy the Cocksucker for Jeff. Uh, Listen, I have some manners and realize we were out in public. I just used the initials. Yeah. But either way, like if you're out with your homies, you get you you could get goofy with with the programming of the bowler names. 
when you go out with your girlfriend and you put your name in as Nutbuster, that takes some serious nuts. Oh, plot twist, though. Maybe what if she put that name in there? No, because it was so. This place, the it's tablets, and they have selfie mode. So they chose selfie mode. So there's like a little camera in the touch screen that you're programming it on, and it takes a picture of you and it puts it up next to your name. So he was Nutbuster. It's just Nutbuster and his lady out for a night of bowling. They bowled, they bowled one game and left. Well, yeah, he had. Nuts to bust, yeah. I feel. In true, in true nutbuster fashion, he got in and out real quick. <laughs> I just, I couldn't stop laughing. And oh my God, did my girlfriend hate it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I don't like that she, at all. She hated that you laughed at it? No, no, no. She, she, just, she was just grossed out that a guy would be out on a date and put his bowling name for everybody to see as nutbuster. <laughs> You should have went up to him and, and made your name Jizz Captain. <laughs> Dude, every every time I bowled and got like a gutter ball or something, I'd be like, oh, I can't believe I'm performing like this in front of Nutbuster. This is fucking so embarrassing. <laughs> I already look like a beta with my name just being Kevin up there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Nutbuster. God. Uh, uh, wow. Should have tried to start a conversation with him. Be frank. Could have sent him the Zoom link on this podcast. I know. I mean, I put so I I, I it's gone now, but I put it up on my Instagram story because it was just it was too that. fucking funny. But um, uh, hold on, I'll I'll send it to you guys. I don't know, Shuddy, you probably didn't get to see it, but just I'm I'm so happy that I have this documented for um the rest of time. Fucking nutbuster, man! Probably has uh, a great sense of humor, though, right? I mean, that's why that's why she'll put up with that shit. I nut B, I love it. I don't get the feeling, but yeah, like look underneath the the two of them. Yeah, frames. where it says nutbuster, I just like that it just shows on up top as nut B. <laughs> what <laughs> was was uh? Was she out of his league? Uh, probably. It just seemed unlikely because he was so thugged out. And she did not look thugged out. She just looked very nerdy and unassuming. It was a, it was a very sure. odd pairing. And then for him to just throw up Nutbuster with it being just the two of them. Did like, they I don't maybe think... were they maybe on like a first date? Did, right. did did it seem like they were comfortable with each other, or was it a little awkward? I wasn't looking too much, but I'm yeah. guessing if he changed his name to Nutbuster, need... it would not be a first date. However, if they if only they, bowled yeah, if one they're game, such an odd match, and they only bowled one game, yeah, she was cheering well... for him when he did well. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe she's just trying to make the most of the first date. Maybe, I but, didn't get that impression, but you know, I'm I'm wrong more often first, than I'm right. If she went on a first date with him and saw that he was going by Nutbuster, she probably she probably is gonna Uber home if she's not you know ready to consummate this thing. It's like I don't know. His name is Nutbuster. Do I go for it? <laughs> is he gonna be? Is he gonna be cool with just like a kiss at the door or? I wonder if that's like his nickname, like like Shuddy Boy. Like everybody just calls him Nutbuster. Like my mom calls Shuddy Boy Shuddy Boy. 
Like if the, when this guy goes and hangs out with his friend's family, they're like, "Oh, Nutbuster, I'm so glad you came." But <laughs> and that's when she calls Jeff Dookie Boy the cocksucker. That's how we came to that. <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> All right. Well, she's a nickname gal. Yeah, maybe. Imagine if he swipes his Nutbuster, <laughs> and he got that date as Nutbuster. Baller move. Yeah. Hey, fortune favors the bold is what they say. Oh, man. I'm looking at this next voicemail. Oh, we might be in trouble, guys. I'm looking at the length Uh of the voicemail. The phone number, the caller ID isn't showing up as it usually is. I think it's it's our guy. We're going to get a business pitch? Yeah. All right, let's see. He always has such good ideas. Let's see. So you're going to find out about this soon enough, and you might as well hear it from me. (laughs) I recently wrote a biopic about you three that's officially in pre-production at a major studio. Casting's begun, and that's what I'm going to need to discuss. Beard guy, shady. There's a lot of heat around your role. You're complex. You're multifaceted. On a physical level, you exude the dishevelment of a bus station drug addict. And your eyes, my my God, your eyes, black shark-like eyes, haunted with a sorrow that just feels bottomless. That voice of yours, that that nasally, gravelly voice, it echoes with a hollowness of a life filled with regret and He-Man action figures. It's like the only thing keeping you alive is that you can't afford a rope strong enough to hang yourself with. (laughs) Someone's going to win an Academy Award playing you, Shady. It's going to happen. Well, he Unlike just outed himself there. as a more frequent listener than he would like to admit. Yeah, he might he might have listened to three episodes by now. <laughs> One of them being relatively recently, if he's bringing up the He-Man stuff, is all I was saying. Oh, yeah, because we just started talking about that last week. <laughs> Fair oh, enough. Oh, fuck. Uh, God damn it. You fu- Sorry, I, I won't talk. Heavily voice. It strong enough to hang yourself with. <laughs> Someone's going to win an Academy Award playing you, Shady. It's going to happen. Unlike your friend there, Kenneth, as in real life, you are a gigantic problem. Nobody wants to portray you. Every actress we've spoken to about the part has found your role to be degrading, dehumanizing. <laughs> Every actress. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. The disrespect in this voicemail is great. He's oh. calling you guys by different first names. That's an old Italian trick. Yeah. The amount of anime and receptive sodomy that fills your screen time is a huge turnoff to any A-lister, which means we're going to have to spend millions on CGI. We'll just find a malnourished, pink-nippled dork and put your dumb face on it. God, you irritate me. I mentioned that I need something from one of you, and I need Jeff's attention. Jeff, Natalie Portman wants to be the lead female in this project, but she has conditions. Let me read you the term sheet from her agent. Now, usually these documents run 30, 40 pages, but it's a one-pager with only three items. Item one, Ms. Portman will only participate for a fee of $20 million and 10% of gross revenue. Pretty standard. Item two, Ms. Portman will only participate if Jeff stars as himself. Item three, 
Ms. Portman will only participate if Jeff agrees to perform actual penetrative sex with her on camera during their 40-minute love scene to be filmed from September to October 2021 in Paris. Those are her demands. So, Jeff, I'm coming to you with this request. Are you willing to take a two-month break from Kenny and Shady to come to Paris and have sex with Natalie Portman on camera for a fee? Now, it's not a done deal if you agree. The insurance company is going to need to inspect you to determine that your inhumanly large penis won't permanently damage Natalie Portman and disrupt production. But otherwise, it's yours to decide. I'll be back, and I hope you have a good decision to make. Um, it's going to be fun. I'll be in Paris with you for those couple months. We'll, we'll break bread and have some fun. Okay, buddy? Take care. Ciao. Hey, thanks, Mike. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I probably will accept that. I don't. Do I have to last all 40 minutes, or is that just like the length of the scene? Because I don't know if I could do 40 minutes in Natalie Portman. I don't know if I could do four minutes in Natalie Portman. Probably can't, actually. Uh, it's just going to be but... a 40-minute scene with 10 cum shots. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as well. Uh, yeah, I feel like, I mean, I can't speak for the studio, but I, I agree to Natalie Portman's terms. She's uh, tough, I'm happy fair. you guys are going to be able to co-star in the movie with me as well. I don't, I mean, it's going to be tough to find someone to play you, Kevin. As That's what it seems like. Mr. Hopkins said, I don't know how I ended up in this guy's good graces. I swear I'm not related to him. I'm not related to anyone that's talented. This isn't this isn't Cheech with a voice changer. <laughs> no. <laughs> these are it's the way these voicemails are so well articulated and so tight. It's 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 impressive. Um and I I'm just fortunate to keep winning Hopkins roulette here. Yeah, I like your future odds, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I did to end up in his good graces, but let's hope that I keep it going. Yeah. Oof, man, after that reaming, I think I have to poop again. All right, Shady and Kenneth, you guys want to get on to the next voicemail? <laughs> All right, yeah. Hey, boys, this is Mike in Canada. Just heard the uh, suck dick question for Kevin with the onion smell in the house. Had me thinking... Could Kevin fuck Jessica Alba if she was wearing a bra made of onions? And she's got to ride him, cowgirl, with his face in her tits the whole time. And, uh, yeah, Kevin, sorry to put that on you, but I just wanted <laughs> yeah, to say that's so all terrible. your Disney suggestions God. are spot on. All your, all the reviews are great. Soul was excellent. And yeah, the racism on Italy and Luca is hilarious. It was a decent movie. Three point five seems about right. <laughs> uh Jeff Morning Show, fuck yeah. Can't wait for that to come back. And uh uh fuck, what else was I gonna say? Sorry boys, I'm all stoned. Uh oh, Kevin, a few weeks ago you did a will impression on MSPH, that was great. Missed that on the Ellis show for sure. Uh, fuck, Cuddy, I'm stoned, so I can't remember what the fuck I was going to say to you. <laughs> Have a good one, boys. I think he was just going to call Mike. you a pussy, Shuddy. Probably. Well, yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, well, the Jessica good thing Alba, about you being on bottom is you get to avoid your vertigo. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, were I a single man and in this very likely scenario where Jessica Alba wants to have sex with me while wearing an onion bra... Uh, 
I am very capable of uh, powering through bad situations. Yeah, this is much less harsh than would Jeff suck a dick or be added to the sex offender registry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I could handle an onion bra. It would, I would probably hold, be holding my breath for a while. Um, and there's probably going to be some dry heaving involved. But as long as she's not bummed out, I can power through. As long as she's not bummed out. I'm a Myron. I mean, I don't think her feelings are going to be factored in. She's wearing an onion bra. I'm sure that's not her first choice either. Yeah. Yeah. She's the weirdo with the onion bra. And the premise, I mean, it would seem like she's just happy to be uh, having sex with you. Yeah. She's a big MSPH fan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Puminati. <laughs> First ever Puminati groupie, yep. Jessica Alba. <laughs> All right, here, let's do one more. One more. Oh. Hey, boys. Goomer and Pamper. And, oh. um, we're getting a double header of Boomer and Pamper. Or is it Goomer? Goomer, right? Goomer. Goomer and Pamper. On, I'm about to take a shot of Don Julio Añejo. Much better than P- Patron, in my opinion. So, uh, a couple of things. For one, just said we were going to gangbang the voicemail. That's pretty much the plan. But um, Jeff has a secret that he's hiding from Shuddy. Because um, he knows something that I DM'd him that's affecting Shuddy's health that he didn't tell him. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let me, let me just, hold on. I don't know if I have enough time in this voicemail, but <laughs> Jeff knows what I'm talking about. Let me read this if I got time. I really don't. It's <laughs> only three minutes long. Okay. Then I for sure got time. That's a lawyer guy. Okay. Jeff. <laughs> All right. Here's what I said. Also tell Shuddy his real name brand candy branded edibles are unfortunately a scam. Essentially. Sketchy people buy the packaging and candy and spray it with their homemade THC oil, which is usually gross and made in weird ways. This means that the dosage on the packaging is completely meaningless, and it's not really a safe product to put in your body. Some dispensaries sell them, but only small dispensary services and hole-in-the-walls because they're unregulated and illegal, even in Cali. This also means that if they sell other products, they're probably sourcing them from the black market as well. There are fake THC cartridges and pretty much any other weed product you can imagine, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Shuddy, you're getting fake edibles. Sorry to break the news, but oh, I, I had, aren't dosed. I have no doubt that they're not legit edibles. Yeah, but it but sounds I like they're bad. I appreciate that. What? It sounds like they're bad for you, is what he's saying. I haven't really been eating them because they're so hit or miss with how high they get me. According that to the packages. Why they taste like garbage. Yeah, I didn't even respond. I just double liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should, should have forwarded that info, huh? Dudes and, um, yeah, stop eating them. And Jeff, you should have told your friend, your bad friend. <laughs> oh. Pointed in you. And I. Oh. Oh, that was the end. 
So yeah, you're you're eating laced shit, Shuddy, according to Goomer and Poamper. I'm a bad friend, huh? Well, we knew that, so. Yeah, I mean, my stock can't lower anymore. I'm cool with it. Fuck it. At least I get to have sex with Natalie Portman. Yeah, you get to give Natalie Portman COVID. What an honor. As long as, long as my huge dick isn't going to put her in any physical jeopardy. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, everybody, for your for your voicemails. It's always good checking in and hearing from you guys. That was a fun installment. I enjoyed that. Look at my pits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got a little sweat going on. Jesus I mean, I probably Christ. do as well. Yeah, see, I got little ones. Always sweating. Always sweating for my pits. I'm sweating like crazy. I'm going to get the sickness out. I'm probably going to go to the gym after this, too, just to finish sweating it out. Yeah, it's probably a good idea for you to go and spread your disease more. Long Beach needs to toughen up a little bit, Kevin, and I'm going to make him tougher. Oh, boy. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go to the fucking gym. I do need to go to the grocery store, though. Yeah, I'm not touching that. I'm not touching that. All right, well, hey, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. If you need more MSPH in your life, please head on over to patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. We've got the, the extra podcast every week plus weekly installments of crafter Jeff Shuddy edition. Things are really heating up. People are loving it. We're loving doing it. And, uh, I mean, if you, if you, uh, are just sitting around bored all day, Jesus Christ, do we have something to keep you busy? Cause if you if you go to the ten dollar tier of our Patreon, it is stacked, my friend, stacked. Both tiers. If you've never subscribed, you unlock everything previously. So, you know, there's there's stuff we did. We tried like limited shows all throughout lockdown. Um, even on the five dollar tier, if you go back, I, f- I feel like one or two episodes of Supermarket Queefs are on the five dollar tier, just as samples. Uh, you know, do a little bit of digging. You'll find some stuff, and it's. Certainly keeping us busy. So patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. If you haven't done so already, every five star review and subscription on iTunes is a massive, massive help to us. You know, us us little guys over here need every every little shot in the arm we can get. Um, so that's that's always much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff R Records. <laughs> And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, don't forget to check out Jeff's podcast, Fade the Media. And if you want to be a part of Voicemails, yay, you can just call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. Or if you're not a quite the performer that Lawyer Guy and Goomer and Pwamper are, you can just shoot emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. Full episodes on YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Hook it up. Uh, you guys got anything else? Nope. No. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a happy fourth. And until next time, ooh, something. Plamp those plamps. Plamp those plamp plamps. Oh, 
dear, dear, dear. Oh, oh. All right. Where's that zoom at? There it is. Shut 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 shut. Yo. Shut 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 shutty. Shut 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 shutty. Point 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 point. Clear butt go. Yeah, butt go. Big meaty erection. Thick and gamey. I'm just concerned about his wiener. <laughs> I'm just concerned about his wiener. Puss in boots? Parmesan poof. Just letting the soundboard speak for Jeff while he diddles his ass. He does a lot of ass diddling, that's for sure. Yeah, I like how we were supposed to start 24 minutes ago. And granted, your Zoom got caught up converting, you know, Patreon shows. But then once you're, it finally freed up and you could start Zoom, Jeff's like, okay, I'm going to go fill my water. It's like, what are you doing <laughs> the last 24 minutes? Yeah, that's why they call him Dookie Boy. The cops Butt cheek here. fuck me. Butt cheek fuck me. Fucking, oh, I think it's delicious. I think it's fucking pizza delicious. Ah. <laughs> uh, How fucking dare you? But How Thirty second process. Does he have to walk to to some well or some stream to do it? Yeah, is he making the water by hand, <clears throat> milking the water cow? He's got to sterilize it and make sure it's drinkable. Butt cheek, fuck me. Especially eating a slice of pizza. Fucking, oh, I think it's delicious. I think fucking pizza delicious. <laughs> Oh, Jeff, how kind of you to join us. Ah, your mic's not working. Yep, we've got no microphone. Butt cheek fuck me. Uh, oh, no, I just heard, we just heard the, the, the crackle. Butt cheek fuck me. Nothing. There's a crackle, but there's nothing else. The jalapeno cheddar poof. Halloween themed white cheddar bone shaped poofs. <laughs> oh, I guess we're just using the Jeff soundboard for the episode. Actually, yeah, I did have a cock in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta suck a dick. 
All right, Jeff. Jeff has other plans for this episode. I, I, I'm just. I'm gonna suck a dick. <laughs> I wish you were recording this, Kevin, so we could get the video of have the video of his reaction. Recording in progress. <laughs> Jeff's really struggling. Look at his face. I'm not just sucking this dick for me. Jeff, we have a podcast to do. I gotta suck a dick. Well, you got to do a podcast. I, I, I'm just I'm going to suck a dick. All right. Jeff is clearly. He's on a mission today. Yeah. We've interrupted his Saturday plans. I'm just concerned about his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I've eaten in weeks is dick. I'm the MSPH resident cocksucker. I. I think we've established that, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I just do enough back. licking to get the job done. <laughs> oh, you were back. back. Uh, there, you are having some serious technical difficulties. Not now. Nope. You ever. I just do enough licking to get the job done. You are, but try talking again. Hello, hello, hello. You can hear you, but it's really bad. What did I, I do anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I gotta suck a dick. I'd suck a dick and prevent 9-11. I, I, I'm just, I'm going to suck a dick. Hold, that's still true. I, I hate a 9-11. Least favorite historical event ever. Fuck yeah, I want a uh, cupcake. I just do enough licking to get the job done. Sometimes when it warms up, it, it sounds better. Is that what's going on here? No. No. There's an insane amount of static. Your volume is very low. Try leaving the meeting and coming back. Maybe you shouldn't get your microphones from Jeff's R Us. I, I, I'm just I'm going to suck a dick. Then he's gone. Went off to suck that dick, finally. He'll be back shortly. How does he always have these same problems? This is on a whole nother level, though. Uh. <laughs> back with a vengeance, an exploding, popping vengeance. Butt cheek, fuck me. N and no audio. No audio. I don't understand. Like, you're really low. Like, the mic is broken. Yeah, your microphone's, like, shot. Don't worry. It's only a weekly problem. How many microphones does he have? Butt cheek fuck me. Puss in boots? Yeah, I don't see... If he has another microphone, it's odd that this is the first time he's switching it out. 
It's literally just anytime anything comes in contact with the microphone or the cable, there's popping and crackling. So there's obviously a shitty connection either going into the computer or into the mic. Let's see. This is a fresh, fresh mic. Uh, oh. Halloween themed white cheddar bone shaped poofs. Nothing. Hello, hello. Much better. Wow. I'm glad that's over with. There's a lot to address. Would still suck a dick for to stop 9-11. Uh, I did not buy these microphones at Jeff R. Us. I got them on Amazon. They're sure microphones. And Shuddy, I have three. I'm glad that's <laughs> over with. Three microphones. You're still very quiet, but hopefully that's just the mic warming up. For real, I don't know what to do past this point. I mean, I have a new computer. My setup is legit. I know that it crackles. I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe I need a new um, XLR to USB uh, cable. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll buy one of those. Actually, you're you're sounding pretty congested. Yeah, I've. Uh, we'll talk. Let's get. Let's wait. I'm sure that there are some things that could be. This could. This illness could be linked back to that we want to. Butt discuss. cheek, fuck me. Perhaps, yeah. <laughs> yeah, patient zero over there. There's a chief suspect in my um, current sickness or health issue. Oh, wow. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> are, are you ready to get into it? Not been really. Ready for like 10 minutes. Your microphone's still all fucked up. I can barely hear you. Um, well, geez. Is Maybe there a volume yeah. setting in. There is. I can. I, I can turn it up. I can try to. Actually, it's just like... Jeff, don't kill my vibe. 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 Do I sound any better like this? No, that's... You're louder. Yeah, but you're tinny. So that's either the laptop speaker or your AirPods. He's good. He got me. It is my AirPods. Now, what happens if you go into the settings and go into audio and move your mic volume on Zoom up? Fucking I know I'm pussy. trying to, but it's stoned out. I don't know why it's... it's oh, okay. It's moving up a little bit. Yeah, now you're louder. better. Fucking yeah. pussy. Uh, <laughs> all right. How, how do I sound now? Is it better? Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you unclick automatically adjust microphone volume, then you can change it yourself. And that's what I did. Good job. Quick, quick thinking on my feet. (laughs) Hey, that's the whole point of the mic check. Troubleshooting. Oh, man, I'm going to be this shirt. This shirt is going to be covered in sweat by the end of this podcast. It's just. Yeah, sweat if we're lucky. I'm hurting. Well. From Los Angeles, California, where the Mad Scientist Party are. 